0: Hi, this is Clay Nelson, coming to you from snowy Montana, up on a mountain to 7,000 feet. I've been thinking about you guys and thought I'd better do a podcast and talk to you about what's going on in the world, and uh, try and put some life in your life, and let you know that life is still out there and still happening, and let you know that you're the only person that has a say in how your life works out. And I thought it was time to let you know it's time for you to stand up for yourselves if you're not. If you are, it's time for you to let people know how to do it. And uh, turn off the radio, turn off the TV, and time to take yourself on. Because if you listen to the news, and you read the newspaper, and surf the news online lately, you, lately you really know that much to look forward to except for the new president, and then there's wondering how he's going to do, wondering who's going to control who, and who's going to say what, and how it's going to pass or not pass. and life looks downright depressing. So uh, there's a lot of serious stuff going on in the world, but if you actually listen to everything that's being said, we'd be running around like like a character in Chicken Little, You know, like saying, the sky is falling, you're looking around all over the place, and actually the sky is not falling. I I looked around, I didn't see anything falling. Everybody's telling me it's going to fall, but I haven't seen it. So, okay, it's time for the truth. Are you silently running around yelling, the sky is falling, and how is that feeling of impending doom playing out in your actions? When you run around going, I'm gonna die. Life sucks. If this is as good as life is gonna be, Jesus. Not too happy about the way life is. Everybody's supposed to be taking care of everybody else, but we're shutting our houses and we're not talking to anybody and I don't have much money and I'm running out of oatmeal and my dog's not happy and my dog's looking at my cat like my cat's his next meal and ah Let's eat worms roll over and die. But the truth is, it's not that bad. So you see, as with everything in life, you have a choice. You can complain about whatever thoughts or circumstances you're in, and whatever circumstances is in your way, and you can let it stop you. Or you can choose to create a way around your circumstances, or even through your circumstances, and not be deterred. So you can either complain or create. The choice is yours. Choose to create. Oh, gee, there's a thought. Hmm. I'm 77 years old. And I have Parkinson's disease. And I absolutely refuse to be stopped. I shake a little bit. I can really scratch my wife's back really good with my shaky hand. She likes it. I have a hard time writing, so I've had to learn how to voice type. I've had to really learn how to be unstoppable. Stoppable. And I've had to learn how to stop and choose to deal with the stuff going on in my life and around me. And it's really all about learning how to be different and becoming the master of change. About recreating your life's direction or my life's direction. It's about changing my life's plan. About whatever's thrown at me, I've got to be able to deal with it. I gotta be unstoppable. I gotta be able to stay clear with whatever the dance is that I gotta dance with. I gotta be able to stay healthy to do that. It's called a life plan. We'll talk about that in a minute. I gotta be my purpose. I gotta be able to ask for help. I can't be the Lone Ranger forever. And all these things to put together are the keys to keeping me on track, even when the world seems to be falling apart. And you notice every year the world's going to fall apart, but you notice it hadn't. seems like it has. Everybody talks like it's going to, but it hasn't. Falling apart. wonder what falling apart really looks like. So are you ready to get into action? Have you looked around? Have you noticed everybody's looking to you for what they're going to do next? So let's talk about some key things that... Needs to be in your life to move forward and have a plan to do so. So, you ready? I turned the page here. I made some notes for this wonderful podcast. So, you have to be a master of change. So, what's that mean? So, being a master of change is you can't be stuck that what you wrote down or thought you were going to be a year ago is the way it's going to be because it's not. Because change is everywhere, all the time. Have you looked back two years ago? What was life all about? It ain't the same now, is it? How about three years ago? I mean, I can remember writing a business plan for a five-year forward, and boy, it is not the same. I mean, I've been teaching people to write plans. I can remember when I used to write, have people write 10-year plans. And then I said, okay, let's write five-year plans then okay, let's write three-year plans. And now I can't have people write more than a year, maybe a two-year plan. I mean, life is changing so fast. I have people write a one-year plan, and then I hang on, ah. So being a master of change is really about you effectively dealing with the stuff that comes your way and keeping your life on track at the same time, doing a dance. So you have to really know in a written plan where you're going. And then being able to dance with the changes that come about by knowing where you want to be by when and then dealing with what the world lays on you. Now, well, there, there'll be times that the stuff that comes from will change your direction. Being a master of change isn't necessarily all about always changing uh, the where you're going and your final destination is. It's about getting to where you say you want to go, regardless of your circumstances. Can you get that? In other words, you can't quit. You can't go, Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm not smart enough. Oh, nobody wants me to do what I really want to do. Oh, see, nobody agrees with me. That's BS. you got to really want what you want. you got to be unstoppable. What happens if nobody agrees with you? Do you stop? Uh uh. Oh, look at this. It's about being unstoppable and being fully committed. You got to really want what you want. Like, have you ever noticed when your dog wants something that's on your dinner plate? He knows how to get it, doesn't he? Even getting to where you say you want to go requires a slight detour or a change in how you get there. I mean, I've been the biggest bullheaded go-get-it guy in my whole life, but when I got this disease I got, boy, did I have to change. So you have to recreate your life's direction. You have to be able to dance with change. Now, of course, there are those times when circumstances do change the directions of your life. For example, change in a job, an illness, a new addition to your family, which is a good change. These are all things that can change the directions of your life. And unexpectedly, they can change you. The key to dealing with those kind of changes successfully is you creating your life's direction based on what you have been dealt. It's called doing the dance of life. Rather than the circumstance choosing the direction for you. In other words, who has a say in how your life turns out? You or what's thrown at you? The way you recreate that direction is by getting really, 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 really clear about what you want and creating a plan for getting it by when you say you want it. Now, the key is, is what I just said, that by when you say you want it. If you don't have it by when, it ain't gonna happen. It just becomes a conversation. It's like wiping the slate clean, creating a fresh start, getting rid of the baggage of life which was supposed to have been done and been done in a different way and really going to the new direction of your choosing. Notice I said of your choosing. Life is a big, giant bag of choice. You choose it. Nobody else chooses it. Now, you notice I've been talking a lot about having a written plan, either a business plan or, guess what? Here comes the biggie, a life plan. So what is a life plan? There is so much potential for you in the world, and in order to visualize what that potential is, you have to be able to language it in a written plan. You have to be bold and firmly believe that you can have anything you say you want, because it's true. Keep in mind, without a written plan of where you want to go, circumstances will continually control your life. Why is that, I wonder? It's like somebody has a plan to make sure you don't get what you want instead of you being in control of your life. Why is that? Because without a written plan, you have nothing to keep you centered in where you're going and what you are committed to in creating your own life. Why is that? Because there's somebody in the world that doesn't want you to have what you want. You think that's really true? I don't know, maybe. Because circumstances are always around. Things always happen to stop you. Think about this now. When you were 15 or 16 years old, you had this plan that you were going to be what you became when you were 30. And when you were 30, you got there and you went, okay, now what do I want to do? But you forgot you made up getting to where you are when you were 15 at 30. You forgot. You forgot. So now what are you gonna do? Well, most people, when they're 30 or 35, they forgot they made it up to get there, so they just sit around and wait to die and complain a lot. They get sick. They learn to drink. They smoke dope. They complain. They're cranky. Can't think of anything else. I've been so out of being negative, I can't tell you about negative stuff. But anyway, it's all about who do I have to be to have the life I want? Well, let me see now. I think not being negative is a good start. What's negative? Anything that stops me from having what I want. See, the world will try and stop you for free. You don't have to add to it. You ever notice that? You ever notice when you sit still, For even 5 or 10 minutes, your head makes up stuff that tries to stop you. Your biggest thing that you have to go to war with is your own brain. Your brain will stop you. See, your brain is designed to stop you and keep you still. See, it's designed to keep you right where your feet are, right right where you are right now. Anything that's a future, it doesn't want you to go do because it's designed to keep you right where you are. It's designed to keep you in a place called safe. And the reason it does that is because it can't protect you in the future because it hasn't been there yet. And it can't protect you in a place that hasn't been there yet because it hasn't been there yet. So it's just designed to stop you. So if you design something that it hasn't been there before, it's going to say to you, uh-uh, you're going to die. You're going to go broke. Your mom's going to be mad at you. Your kids are going to be really angry. Your wife's going to say, oh, you have a girlfriend, huh? Your brain's going to make up all kinds of stuff why you shouldn't do that. And you're going to believe it. And the truth of it, none of it's true. It just gives you a good excuse not to move forward. And then what happens? Fear takes you over. Then the fear monster just gets you, gets you, gets you, just bites you on the neck. Wakes you up in the middle of the night and your underwear is all sweaty and you don't know why. And you're wondering Gee, did I have sex and not know it? Oh my gosh, what a man. Nope, that's not it. So, the way to get around all of this is to have a written life plan. Now, I made this up maybe, let me see, I'm 77 now, maybe 45 years ago, started teaching it 40 years ago. And every person I've ever taught having a life plan has gotten a smile on their face. They're happier. But I'm only one guy. So I decided to do a podcast on life planning. You can go to my website. By the way, I got a new website up. I was told that my old website was old. Can you believe that? I was actually told by some people that my website was old and claustrophobic. I was just crushed. So I hired this young group of people to design a new website that wasn't claustrophobic was youthful and happy and all the stuff that my website wasn't. Anyway, on that website that's going to be up in the next few days, you'll see. You can go and get this book. And the the book is called uh, Keep Your Life Moving Forward. It's free. And you can download that book. And you can get all I'm talking about on this podcast. So I'm going to give away the book. And I've got this podcast which you can get for free. And you can put your life plan together. And if you have any questions or you have problems or whatever, you can call me up and we'll talk. I'll help you all I can. All right? I don't know if that's going to be free. Because I'm so incredibly cool. I don't think I can do that for free. Or at least my staff will yell at me anyway. My wife will beat me. Anyway. So life plan. What is a life plan? All right, Some areas of your life you need to take a look at. Look at and quite frankly, uh, change. Gee, what a concept. Taking care of you first. Wow. So let's just take a look at a few of the items that would be in life plan. So professional business example. Where do I want to be working? What is your annual sales objective? Do you want to spend less time commuting? And these are the simplest things about a life plan. Is there a certain job within your current business that you aspire to get to? Or, get this, if you're the owner of the business, when do you want to replace yourself so you can go fishing? And then we're going to get into teaching in a little while. Now, health examples. How much weight do you want to lose? Well, you know, in that case, gain. I don't, I don't know of too many people that have coats that are too thin. <laughs> Do you want to take on clean eating? I've met too many people that want to learn how to eat lettuce. You see how much are you committed to working out and where and with whom? Working out that means going to the gym. Do you want to stop eating after seven o'clock? Do you want to stop smoking? Do you want to have more fun in your life? Oh, here's a good one. Relationships. Examples, do you want your family relationships to look like parents, siblings, husbands, wife, and children? What do you want it to look like? How do you want to change what it looks like now? What do your intimate? and friend relationships look like. How often do you see those you care about? Boy, that's a biggie. I got in a lot of trouble in my 30s with about that when I was building my company. I went, boy, I'm taking care of my family. I never see them, but I'm taking care of them. How do you spend time with those you love? I didn't realize for a long time that I can't get back the time I missed. I went, well, I'm making money. What a dummy. If you don't currently have a relationship with a significant other or have children of your own, do you see yourself having either in the near future? What would you like to do about that? And then, Spirit, examples. Ooh. What is your goal in terms of daily devotions? Is there a church or family that you want to draw closer to? Do you want to learn how to meditate? I gotta tell you folks, I've been meditating now for almost twenty five years, best thing I ever did, besides being more calm. If nature is a source of spiritual connection for you, what is your goal for spending more time in that realm? Yay, hobbies, examples. What what are you spending your time doing you know with that type of love? Do you love to ski? When are you going? Where are you going? Who are you going with? You know, I, I just had a flash of a thought. Is When I used to go skiing, before I got stiff, I, uh, I would ski down a hill and go, okay, that's it, see ya. Fun guy, huh? So I had to rethink that. And then how about just having fun for no reason what things do you do for fun what lights you up what brings laughter into your life what kind of annual festivals can you go to what relaxes you around a bonfire here's one to be good for your finances what do your personal finances look like is your credit card debt under control do you have money going into savings do you contribute to others financially do you ever just do nothing you can put that in your life plan and by the way have you ever thought about taking the time to do absolutely nothing one of the hardest thing i ever did is to do nothing i used to sit still and after about five minutes my cats would come and sit with me and i'm going oh this is new your life plan should be written in paragraph format and really as though you're already living it. In other words, I'm already there, I'm already doing it. For example, instead of writing it on April fourth, twenty twenty, I will be ten pounds lighter, your plan should be approached as April fourth, twenty twenty, I have lost ten pounds. So you write it like you're already there. And so on, you know, when you can commit to writing what you want and have a date. You know the how will show up, but without a date, without a by when, it won't work. Now, here's some other good stuff. This is stuff I learned over the years of having two or three businesses going at once, and having many, many people to manage, and many, many people to teach to manage, and having I couldn't stay sane without learning how to give up control. I had to learn to stay clear. And what I mean by staying clear is that in order to keep my life moving forward, without a bunch of body bags behind me, you need to have mental clarity. I mean, let's face it, keeping your head clear of all the stuff related to circumstances around you can be difficult. Things like your fears, worries, happiness, unhappiness, anger, etc. all get in the way of staying focused. Both in your personal life and in your business life. So, you have to be clear of all the emotions that you do. How do I say this? All the emotions get in the way of how you serve in keeping clear about your direction, but take a great toll of your mental energy as well as your physical energy. I mean, keeping your head clear is a full time job. Uh, unless you handle it in certain ways. Examples of ways to stay clear include journaling, writing it down, verbal clearing with a clearing partner, or trouble tree, which I'll, re- I'll read you something in a minute, prayer works good, or meditation works good also. Now trouble tree, now I'm going to read something to you that has worked for me every time I read, I read this probably 10 times a month, just to remind me. And I'm such an old guy, that I forget stuff. I drink some tea, because when you get old, everything on you dries out. So we'll discuss that some other time. So here you go, My Trouble Tree. A carpenter I hired to help me restore an old farmhouse had just finished a rough day on the job. A flat tire made him lose an hour of work. His electric saw quit and now his ancient picket truck refused to start. While I drove him home, he sat in a silence. On arriving, he invited me in to meet his family. As we went, me, as we walked towards the front door, he paused and briefly at a small tree touching the tips of the branches with both hands. When opening the door, he underwent an amazing transformation. His tan face was withered in smiles and he hugged the two small children he hugged his two small children and gave his wife a kiss. Pretty cool. Afterward he walked me to the car, we passed the tree and my curiosity got the better of me. I asked him about what I'd seen him do earlier. Oh that's my trouble tree, he replied. I know I can't help help having troubles on the job, but one thing is for sure the troubles don't belong in the house with my wife and the children. So I just hang them up on the tree every night when I come home. Then in the morning I pick them up again. Funny thing is, you smell, when I come out in the morning to pick them up, there aren't nearly as many as I remember hanging up the night before. Pretty cool, huh? So the stuff you make up is the problem. usually goes away over time. Now what I found is A lot of your troubles are so real when you hang them up on something. Make sure that whatever you hang your troubles up on is tough enough to handle them. Because people have killed bushes, trees, all kinds of things, so be careful. Now, I'm going to talk about something in a real short version that I'm going to talk to much greater detail in in the next podcast. Um, It's called Purpose and Purpose Statement. Now purpose statement is designed by you and it comes from what you love and the purpose of it is to keep you grounded for the rest of your life once you design it. My purpose statement says who I am is I make a difference with anyone I'm standing next to, any place I'm standing on the planet, including myself. I've had that purpose statement for over 30 years. My purpose statement reminds me of what I say. My purpose is on the planet is, and it's very difficult to make a difference if I'm coming from a place that is stressed out, angry, down in the dumps, and life is hard, eating worms, oh my God, my life is over, complaining, cranky, and just generally being a jerk. So the statement is a complete reminder of who I am committed to be, no matter what circumstance stands in my way. My purpose brings me back to center. It gives me a positive place to be when the world around me is everything but positive. And your purpose statement designed by you and for you can be the same. We're, we'll talk about that. We'll I'll show you how you can design your own. Now, next and next to last, but hardly the least, is asking for help. A lot of y'all out there, and me, exactly, well, the hardest thing that I ever had to do was ask for help. I could always start. I could stand alone. I could do it all by myself. I don't need anybody. Biggest mistake I ever made. Asking for help is one of the most important components of keeping your life moving forward in the direction of your choosing. Remember, you are the only one who has a say in how your life turns out. No one else does. You keep yourself on track. Ta-da! It's pretty really funny. Here I am doing this podcast, and I just got a note from Costco telling me there's a sale going on. Pretty neat, huh? If you could get to where you're going by yourself, all right, you'd be there already. Pretty neat, huh? Meaning, if every other person on the planet are not built to operate as an island. In other words, what I'm saying is, If you're in overwhelm, ask for help. If you are stopped, ask for help. If you are down in the dumps, ask for help. If you just don't want to deal with something, communicate it. That alone does wonders for getting you started. Whatever you need, ask for it. Remember, the only people who need help are people that are in action doing something out in the world. The only people that don't need any help are people that just have their head in the pillow and don't want to play. You have to understand that. The only people that don't need any help aren't doing anything big. People that need help are stirring it up. People that need help usually are in trouble have stirred it up so big that they got the world chasing them. I mean, check out Mr. Trump. He shook it up. I don't want to get in a big political conversation, but the man did some good things that nobody talks about. So, in conclusion, it's important to remember that there are things in life that always occur, which have the potential to take you off track or stop you in your tracks. But your staying on course and not stopping or side, or be side, yeah, or not being stopped or sidetracked is about your ability to stand tall in the face of whatever is in your face. That's now that's a thought. It's about believing that you can have the life you say you want. The same life you have written in your life plan. That's why your life plan is so absolutely, absolutely imperative. Oh, by the way, once you write it, you got to read it twice a week. No matter what the world has in store for you, it's about staying clear and focused. It's about asking for help whenever you need it. It's about being a master of change, a master of your own destiny. Yes, adjustments are how you get where you want to go and quite frankie and being able to make whatever adjustments you have to no matter what. But at the core of everything, you have to be unstoppable and have an unstoppable mindset that says this is who I am, this is what I want, and watch out world because here I come. Remember, you can complain about life and you can and life you have I'm trying to Boy, I sure messed that up. Okay, so forgive me, guys. Remember, you can complain about the life you have or create a life you love. Which do you choose? Pretty good, huh? Now, I want you all to go to my website, www.ClayNelsonLifeBalance.com and tell me what you think of the new website. So it's www.ClayNelsonLifeBalance.com Tell me what you think. And then go to the free page, all kinds of free stuff. Take a look and you can download this book or you can just get this off the pod- podcast section and listen to it in your car, or download it to your iPhone and listen to it. And we can just have a lot of fun. Or you can call me. I'm at 406-587-7482. You can call me up and we just talk up a star anytime you want to, Um, and I can help you. Or if you have a business that's not going the way you want it, I've also been doing some coaching gotten back online doing coaching because I can't sit still anymore and watch what's going on in the world. Um, I'll help you any way I can. Uh, I'm writing a book. I'm helping a lot of folks out. I'm doing all kinds of things. And I am, no question, absolutely unstoppable. I don't care what's going on in your life. You and I can make a difference not only in your life, but I want, my job is to make sure I teach you how to teach. The biggest problem we got going on in the world now is the white hairs aren't giving away their knowledge. My job is to make sure that I teach as many white hairs how to teach as possible before the Lord takes me. Or my wife gets mad at me and kicks me out in the snowdrift. Anyway, thanks for listening. Take care, y'all. Bye now.